Don't make that the initial, just immediate response. Her life is not being threatened. There's nothing violent happening. He's just on the property. She drove by. So why is the police being called? Why is the police involved when it's just her driving by? And he's just standing there. Talk about what you got going on, I promise you. Ryan gonna call the police tonight. You just gotta talk to me, alright? Yeah. Can't do it like this. Before you call the police, what else can he do? I'm dead. This is BP. Welcome to Building Bridges with Black Men. 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 White woman calls police on black man standing at his own house. Can't even stand in your own house now. Standing out in, outside of his own house. Yeah. I was in the morning time. Might have been out there drinking coffee. Might have been out there just praying. And gets the police called on him. Own place. Own place. Are you telling me... There's nothing else that could have been done <laughs> before calling the police on him <laughs> at his own house. <laughs> yeah. We're not taking we're not we're not taking light of the situation, but sometimes in life you just gotta laugh instead of cry. Because yeah. this is this is story after story that we find that speaks to the same sort of um unfortunate situations where folks just are quick to call the police. Yeah. I said, that's exactly why we're doing this. That's exactly what this yeah. podcast is all about. Right. Before you call the police, what, what else? else could have been done? What else could have been done? Yep. All right. So let's get into this story. Um, Seattle um, says a white woman was recorded while calling police to report a black man who was standing outside his home just south of Seattle in White Center. All right, so the woman who's not identified is seen talking on the phone with police dispatch after confronting Dason Barnes, who is a black, the Seattle Times reported. If you guys have a lease, I'd just like to see the lease, the woman told Barnes and his partner in the video. The recorded interaction is similar to other incidents depicting white women calling police on people of color for mundane activities. So in this particular incident, about 11.30 a.m. Wednesday, Barnes said a woman he recognized from down the street drove by his house as he was standing in the backyard. Barnes and his partner had moved into the home about three weeks ago and said other neighbors noticed their U-Haul truck. Barnes said he and the woman waved to each other as a normal neighbor, as a normal neighbor would, but she came back and parked in front of the house. Wow. So I greet you with a wave, as normal neighbors do, but instead of just potentially waving back and driving on, she comes back and parks in front of the house. Yeah. So what is her thought after the initial wave and greeting? Like, let me just go back and investigate a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Barnes said that when he approached her to ask if she needed something, the woman said she knew who lived in the home, in the home, excuse me, and accused him of not being a resident there. Wow. So immediately, you are a criminal. Yep. Not that there may be the possibility that you might be visiting. Right. Might be a friend. Might be a cousin. Automatically, you're a criminal. Yep. <laughs> That's it. 
But think about it. The woman says she knew who lived in the home and accused him of not being a resident there. Well, apparently she did not know them well enough because apparently they don't live there anymore. Yeah. Okay? So the woman told him he shouldn't be at the property and called 911. Wow. Told him he shouldn't be there and called 911. Barnes then went into the house to retrieve his phone to film the interaction and to tell his partner about the dispute, he said. Barnes said the woman's demeanor changed when she saw his partner, who was white. Wow. Okay? I'm a black man, and being out there alone, and for me to go inside to get my white boyfriend, she felt was in the wrong, I guess, and that there was a misunderstanding, Barnes said Friday. I get the sense of her trying to save face for herself and brush it under the rug. So he goes in the house to get two things, okay? He went in and get his, got his phone initially, and then he went back inside to get his partner, okay? White boyfriend. And all of a sudden, things change. Yep. So shortly after King County Sheriff's Office Deputies arrived to respond to a report of a potential residential burglary. Spokesperson Zoe Burbick told the newspaper, dispatch advised responding deputies that the caller said that it was a misunderstanding. However, now a verbal disturbance had ensued, Burbick said. In the video, Barnes' partner can be heard accusing the woman of calling the cops because she saw a black man walk in the house. The woman can be heard responding, oh my gosh, this has nothing to do with race. Barnes, however, said it was obviously a race thing. Here we go. I was wearing a hoodie because it's cold that morning, a black hoodie, and she thought I shouldn't be there. I was stealing from the house, he said. Arriving deputies checked Barnes' identification and left after about five minutes. No official report was taken, according to Burbank. He's staying in his own backyard. <laughs> That's that. I, I... Then the thing we were saying was, what is in the mind of someone like this? And sometimes we think we're far from that mindset. Yeah. Especially, you know, listen to audience who said, you know, maybe saying, well, I would never do that. I would never just call the police on somebody just standing in their backyard. But what could be the scenario that we may go a little too far and be too quick to call the police other than finding some other ways to resolve the situation or at least make sure we're a good neighbor. As she said, I knew, I know the people who live there, I guess. I don't know, I live in a neighborhood and there are certain phone numbers of people I have because one of proximity and two because of the length of time I've lived here. So you get to know people, you know, yeah. particularly if you have children or if you don't, like, hey, here's my number what have you, a package comes on the porch, get it for me, whatever. So those sort of relationships have been established. So if I was to see somebody unknown in a person's house, I probably would greet them first and maybe say, hey, do you know Miss such and such? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, or if I greet them and they don't respond back, or if I say, do you know such and such and they don't respond, I make texts and call the person who, yeah. who lives in the home. Yeah, but I don't sense. think initially I'm just going to up and call the police. Yeah. Because in this situation, she pulled up to the front of the house and said, I know who lives here. You don't. I'm calling 911. Correct. Like, 
it's just hard to imagine, you know, putting ourselves in a person's shoes. That's this person's go-to. And I doubt this is just her first time yeah. doing that. Yeah. Instead of saying when, I don't know if it was Barnes or his partner said, you, you, because he was black and she says, oh my gosh, this has nothing to do with it. Yeah. What would have been for her to say, you know what? <laughs> You're right. I did call because I just, I'm stereotyping. I made an assumption. I mean, yeah. you're not going to get that. That's rare. It's always going to be the take the defensive mode. That's not what this is about. Yeah. And then, and then he said that her demeanor changed when she saw that his partner was white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the demeanor changed. Right. Why did she feel the need to turn around? W- would I be okay if she simply would have said, show me the lease and left it at that. But this is what you said when you opened up. This is what it's about. Show me the lease. And she decided to call the police. Yeah. Like if, right away. Right away. One, he didn't have to show her anything. And number two, she was probably preparing herself if he didn't show the lease, which he didn't, to call the police. So don't ask to show me the lease. Just say, I'm going to call the police. This yeah. is what I know how to do. This is always one's safety net. Yeah, we're saying and before we're, you call the police, yeah, don't make that the initial, just immediate response. When especially she's not being threatened, her life is not being threatened. There's nothing violent happening. He's just on the property. She drove by. So, why is the police being called? Why is the police involved when it's just? Her driving by, and he's just standing there. But but even as I'm, but think about what she said. I know who lived here. Yeah. Why couldn't she have led with that? Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm such and such. I saw you greet me and wave. I was just wondering, you guys now live here because Mr. And Mrs. Such and Such live here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about them. We we just we rented out the place three weeks ago. Oh, okay. But so you identified, you stated him. I knew who lived here. You should have followed up like. Do they not live here anymore? Yeah. Now, if he chose to give up that information, but now it's a simple dialogue between neighbors being neighborly. Yeah. Because the article, again, started out with him waving. Yeah. Her waving and then coming back. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really receive my wave. It was, just, it was just something you was doing to turn around and come back and investigate. Yeah. So as we sit here and do this podcast, those to the listening audience, it's not like we're you know, we, we picking this thing apart and we're going too deep. No, this is, this is the things that we have either dealt with or finding articles where individuals, black men particularly, having to deal with these sort of situations. Like, it, it's just mind-boggling time and time over and over again yep. that we're able to find scenarios and situations, sometimes that lead to cops showing up and leaving, other times where cops are showing up and arresting people, and lastly and more unfortunately, cops showing up and killing. Yeah. All because of situations could have been handled differently. Yeah, and because the, the police were called immediately. Right. Or before any other thing was tried. Yes. And we're saying that, that every situation does not require a hammer. Thank Everything you. does not require to bring the full force of the law into a situation. Thank you. Now, being a good neighbor is, is fine. That's actually good. Right. 
to say, I am concerned about my neighbors. Thank I'm you. concerned about my neighbor's property. Right. I'm concerned about my neighbor's safety. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, if someone come, if you see someone uh, snooping around your neighbor's uh, property, you're not familiar with their face. It's, you know, who are you? Yeah. Hey, do you know so-and-so? Or who are you? I'm just asking, you know, concerned neighbor. Right. And then based on that response, at least do that. Thank you. Yeah. And then say, based on that person's response, then you can say, maybe it does escalate and you do need to call the police. Right. Right. If they, if they become violent towards you, if they run off suspiciously. Right. Uh, and then you can maybe go to do it yourself, ask if you got their, your neighbor's number, contact them, text them, call them. Uh, but not immediately just say, there's somebody snooping around. I'm in my house looking out the window and I see someone snooping around my neighbor's backyard. Let me call the police. Exactly. Just immediately. Exactly. You know, not even not even trying to knock on the door and say, you know, are you okay? Or or see if there's a car or if there's a, a, a termite truck or something. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Pest control or something. Thank you. Because initially you found out, like, basically what I was pressing you for was a lease agreement. You weren't getting that. Boyfriend comes out, you know. I think what, once he came out and found out he was white, then it's like, oh, we don't need a lease no more. Yeah, we don't need a lease. But now all of a sudden he speaks up and then Jason Barnes says something. All of a sudden now it becomes verbal disturbance, so they need yeah. to show up. And if you read the article, he had to show ID. Hmm. Arriving deputies checked Barnes' identification and left after about five minutes. Mm. Did, did they check the other person's identification? So again, it's just time and time when you read these articles, we can't escape it as black men. We cannot escape it. One, if we individually go through it, collectively, if we see it involving other black men, you just yeah. get tired of it. You just get that, and that's, this is why we do this sort of work, um, as you said earlier, to give out practical information on what to do. You know, it's good to greet, to be neighborly, just to ask a question. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. such and such used to live here. They don't live here anymore? No, nah, they've been gone. Okay, well, nice to meet you. Great neighborhood. Something yeah, of that oh, sort. Oh, what's, yeah. what's your name? Oh, how you doing? Yeah. My name is such and such. Yeah. You guys like cake? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring you a chocolate cake. Yeah. You know? But you be go, a good neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, so yeah, um, and I, you know, like I said, a lot of times we may think to ourselves, "Well, I would never do that." Right, right. I would never just uh, go up to somebody who who's who's in a house that I knew who lived there before and say, mm -hmm. "Oh, you're you're trying to rob the place. Somebody call the police." Um, but what would we do? Yeah, what situations would we do? and call the police immediately. Right. When we could have took at least two seconds to try to ask at least a question. Right. Especially if it's if it's daytime. Yeah. Like it's different if it's nighttime. That's a different situation. Right. This was the morning. Right. Morning. Right? Sunlight out. And she was driving on the street. She stopped there at him. Right. And, and approached him. Exactly. So apparently she wasn't feeling threatened because she came up to him. Thank you. So why is the police being involved? Right. Do we immediately say, Look, let me call the police. There's somebody trying to break in. Mm -hmm. Especially if it is a black man 
look in your neighbor's window, do you say, let me call the police, somebody, he's trying to rob the place? Yeah, yeah. Even Just that alone, that's all we're saying. Because with that, then you can say, if he runs off, if he gets violent, if he whatever, then if you need to call the police, please do it. Exactly, exactly. But if, if at least we're just saying, do the one step, at least do whatever you can first, not putting yourself in harm, to at least say, what can I do before I call the police? Right, because you, again, not, not to beat this again and again, but you initially greeted him with a wave. You could have came back and did some more initial getting to know. Yeah. That's all. No threat. Could have stayed in your car. Could have rolled your window down. Could have engaged in that way. Yeah, could have, yeah, could have keep yourself safe. Kept, keep yourself still. safe, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, please, please be mindful of your interactions. As we said earlier, keep yourself safe. But every situation does not call for you to call law enforcement. Yeah. I'd rather you call a neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you just go with me? I just saw somebody just asked. Just, that's, that's a good, that's good advice. Yeah. yeah just, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes that could be dangerous. You want to be yeah. a tough guy, but just say, Hey, just, um, did you know, did you know Mr. And Mrs. Smith moved? Out? Oh yeah. They moved out three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, they don't live here anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, why you ask? I saw, saw somebody in the backyard and didn't look familiar in the neighborhood. Just saw, mm. okay. Yeah. They moved here, but before you call the police, you know what else can be done. Yeah. And in this and in this story, there's so many. You know what? It's not. It's not a lot of things. It's simply asking the question. Asking the question. That's all. That's all. that's something so simple. Sometimes the easiest things we make it the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Especially there's no. She was no threat to her. No threat. She. There was no immediate threat to her. She came to the situation. Yeah. And called the police. So there's no immediate threat. Right. Then ask question. But we're saying if there is a threat, the weapon on you or something, yeah, please do. Call you, the police. You're doing the right safe. thing. Right, right. But if there's no threat, why bring law enforcement? Now you're putting that black man's life uh, in threat. There's a threat to his life now. But we have hope. We do. I mean, that's why we did. That's why we do this. We don't do this work to feel down and oh, what was me? No, we we do these for an educational reason. Give and as you did earlier, giving practical, sound yes. advice. If you can't take anything, well, they said a lot today, a lot to unpack. The only thing we simply keep saying before you call the police, what yes. else can be done? If it's a simple situation, sometimes it just takes for a simple action, and this action. Simply could have been, hey, Mr. and Ms. Smith needs to live here. I know that I haven't seen them. Are they, did they not live anymore? No, they moved out. Okay, that's sure. enough. Well, who are you guys? That's that. You don't need to, unless he wants to tell you more, leave it alone. Yeah. Just leave it alone.
Okay, Daddy, you're a savage. Dad, you're a big one, didn't I?